The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Yeah! Yeah! ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. Let me pass along uh, Mike North's bonus play. We were carrying Matt Eberflus, so Mike couldn't come on. The bonus play is Bears plus the two and a half. Bears a little bit of a live dog maybe this weekend. Good God, news that Darnell Wright is Bears. bad. Uh, Darnell Wright returned to practice today. Stop, Bears. Yeah, he returned to practice. So the uh, bonus play for Mike is Bears plus two and a half. Uh, we went four and one. Uh, the odds couple did You're last week. aren't you? That's why I called you and asked you about the Sunday nighter because I knew you were hot, smoking hot. Last couple weeks have been better. It's been a weird NFL season. It has been great. Last couple weeks have been better. So trending in a good direction. Two of the last three weeks, I'll put it that way. Week four and week six were very uh, yeah. Week six were very good. So we're getting there. But it's been a weird year. Have you been weird on the year. under? Uh, I've been at some. I've been riding the Saints unders. Luckily, I did not last night. That streak came to an end. You know, it was twelve straight games with the Saints going under. That obviously got uh, smashed to smithereens last but night. But I think I heard but you I say yesterday, yesterday at some point. Yeah, yeah sometimes. I mean, like, of course, it's some point it's going to give, and uh, it happened last night. Uh, Crosstalk is brought to you by Club Hawthorne, celebrating Oktoberfest all month with Sam. Buy a beer, get a free bet every Friday. See HawthorneBettingBars.com for details. Thanks to Black and Abdallah. Who will be on after Waddle and Sylvie six to eight on this Friday to uh, wrap the week with you, and then Phillies D backs in the desert game four tonight. I'm going to have to Providence. play the Phillies after having a Philly cheesesteak sandwich. Play the Eagles, play the yeah. Phillies, and we just had a Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. That's a sign. It is. Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, a Philly cheesesteak just shows ha- up right there. Just happens to show up at what do you, two. What do you? That's think? a sign from the betting gods. There wasn't a diamondback rattlesnake no, in there. No, no. There was a ch- the Philly like cheesesteak. If, if a cactus would have shown up, that right. would have been a sign. Yes. Right. If somebody dropped off, oh, I got you a plant. It's a cactus. Yeah, yeah. That's a sign. I yeah. need to bet Arizona. Right. I like that's the Eagles this week. My full breakdowns at the, like the odds couple. I like the Eagles. He likes the Eagles. The Eagles. Full breakdown and uh, my reasons why uh, some of the metrics and some of the things that I think uh, you could maybe find an advantage in the Eagles this weekend. Were they getting two and a half? No, they're Given. laying. They're laying two Given and a half. Given two and a half because yeah. it's in Philly. Yeah, it's in Philly. Yeah. But it's I thought Dolphins. you. I thought you were laying. No, no, I'm taking. No, I'm taking. I'm taking. <laughs> Casino. Are you guys going to the? Uh, by the way, Meller said he'd go to the movie with you tonight if you were looking for a little company. Ten, uh, Yurko's watching He's the race. He's playing. Uh, you want to go to Playing Keelan? Did you play the race? Of course I played it. Smokey, Smokey. Smokey, Smokey. My, three stars. My brother's... Uh, He's got a horse. Nephew's got a horse running in like four. He's got the horse right here. His name is Paul Revere. Revere. Got a guy who mm-hmm. says mm-hmm. if the weather's mm-hmm. clear, can do, can do, can do. Yeah, great, Meller great said he's, he's flying solo tonight, so if you need a little company at the movie theater, he offered his services. Kids are going to Great America with their wife. Oh, that's right. Thing. So he's yeah. solo. For Halloween. Halloween. The, the Halloween yeah, fright, fright, fest. Fest. fright Fest. Yeah, Halloween. Fright Fest. Oh, you need a buddy out you there know, in the Fright Western Fest birds? is no joke. They really scare you. I've heard. Yeah. They scare you silly. Yeah. Like the little kids, they tell. They poop their pants. They tell you, no, they tell you to evacuate the park, basically, if you've got little kids. Really? After dark, yes. They go, leave. Because wow, they, is that they, intense? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Wow, that's not, I don't like they to clo- be scared. They close the kiddie rides. Really? After dark, because they want the kids out. You ever do the like one of the rides aren't going on now, are they? In this sure. Are they? Yeah. yeah. The roller coasters shut, are going. Where do they shut it down? 
Probably at the end of the month. Really? Yeah. Okay. After well, afterwards, yeah. You ever do like the adult haunted house thing? They're pretty well, what scary. Yeah. 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 What happens in well, there? Car? You betcha. They scare you. I know. I don't know. What do you get in there? They scare you with real estate. Uh, you what know. Hey, what do you get caught in a meat locker? What happens to you? All of a sudden, thousand feet come at you. Ooh. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Ugly feet. Even, oh, oh, that's, that's the adult thing. Oh. That's the adult thing. Oh, yeah. Can do. Can do. Can do. Can do. You got the horse. Can do. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet Valentine at five to nine. I got him bet on the morning line. What? Can, can do. Can do. Can do. No, that's from Guys and Dolls. I know. It's yeah. I'm saying what's gotten into Who would have thought that he would I'm be singing I got, Guys I got, and I got, Dolls I got, today? I got $22 riding. On the next race at Keeneland. You, you feed him a little Philly cheesesteak. Did awesome. you have a cheesesteak? Oh, he had a cheesesteak. Oh, yeah. Come on. Now he's got, some, whole one or half he's got, he's got some orange drink. Some orange lemonade, red yeah. dog. Is there any alcohol in that thing? He's what like a kid. A, a kid drinking a sugary drink. Well, you yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of sugar in there. Johnny does a lemonade uh, kind of uh Dude, you're going to kill your, uh, your insides with all that sugar. Come on. He's going to be at such a sugar high. Look at how much sugar. Do you remember when we would sit in the... Uh, 67 <laughs> grams of sugar. Well, how many servings? And how many servings? Is that a lot? One bottle, bottle. serving. Oh, it's only one. Is that a lot? A lot. I don't know. I don't, know. Yeah. I don't have oh, no yeah. idea. Well, sure. It's 20 ounces. Of you don't fluid. know if 67 grams no of sugar idea. is a no lot of sugar. I don't follow that stuff. I don't know. It's 67 I don't follow grams planets, of and I don't follow, yeah. I don't like it's, space, it's and six, I don't like reading hey, that stuff. Is 67 grams of cocaine a lot? I don't know, actually. I don't even know what would a gram be. like Of coke? 67 grams? That's a lot of sugar. How many grams in an ounce? That's probably as much sugar as you should have in a week. How oh, many really? grams in a quarter ounce? I don't know. That's what you got to ask. How bad is this giant bag of chips I'm devouring? Well, there's not sugar in there, though. I mean, you've got carbs, which aren't great for you, but that that's not going to... Carbs this are is, terrible you for you. You can't be drinking a, a drink with six. Carbs are terrible for, for you, drinks, too? Carb, them are the drinks what the hell in. is good for you? No, carbs aren't bad for Meat. You. I mean, good carbs are good for you. Meat. Listen. Do you remember when we, we used to sit with uh, Moose Scourin at yeah. the White Sox Love game? Moose. Yeah. He, would, he would have a sugary drink, and he would start bouncing off the walls. Off the walls. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, <laughs> off the walls. <laughs> well, he was a very... And he, a oh, and he would make us laugh. I don't have any sugar Like, he was drunk, Moose and he would, just have, he would just have a sugary drink. Moose was something, man. He was a character. Love him. Good old Shetcha. Sweetheart good of the old guy. Moose oh, the best. Yeah. Did he say sugar? Shetcha. Shetcha. Yeah, you, that's too much Shetcha, kid. Shetcha. I mean, good luck. You better take it easy. Uh, Darnell Wright practiced. That is good. That's good. So, How so do you what go did, from out to, uh, or what was he know. yesterday? He did not practice right. yesterday. To full he practice was limited day. to DNP right. to DNP. full he practice. Was, was back at practice, and so was Feeney. And he looked good. So, so maybe, could Feeney play? Maybe. I what don't did, know if they sent out an updated injury report. Well, you know, he wasn't going to say. He specifically went out of his way to say, I'm not going to answer questions about how our offensive line is going to look. That's what, yeah, okay, what did he say about Justin? He said Justin five and a half is... Five, he said, he five said and Fields and a half is out but improving. They're going in the right direction. And as of now, it is not their path to put him on IR. Oh, good. As of now. Okay. So less than four weeks now we're looking at. I think it's going to be two weeks. That'd yeah. I guess. Two or, two or three games. Then it's got It's just a matter of how, what kind of pain tolerance you have, and whether I, or not you can grip the football. I think he's going to rally and try and play in the Chargers nationally next, televised next game. Yeah, I think he may not Maybe. ultimately play, but I know he's a gamer, and I know he's a quick healer, 
and I think he's going to rally and try and play on national TV. If I was his representative, though, I would tell him, make sure. Yes. Totally. That you're. Yeah. That you can spend don't look, it. Don't look you can worse. make every throw because wow. the evaluation process is going on right. inside your building. You know that. And the yes. rest of the league is also getting a look at you. Don't spit the bit. Don't spit the bit. Good advice. You know what I mean? So don't if, you, if, you, if you're the, struggling with it. Here's the you got the injury report, yeah. Sylvie? How do they list yeah, Br- Brisker is questionable yeah, again? Brisker, a Brisker injured his groin, tweaked his groin today. Now what you had you're last night me. at Carson's? You had a Brisker? You're kidding me. Half a Brisker? What you <laughs> I, brisker. Had, yeah, I had some side Brisker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had a uh, pork chop with some side brisket. Really? Yes. Oh, Boy, that's, so inter- that's an interesting choice. What pork a combination. Side of yeah. brisket. I ate all the brisket and not all the pork chop. I took the pork chop home. You sent me a picture of it. It was, looked delicious. You want to see it? It looked delicious. Let's see. The thing was... Yeah, this is That's when him and his, his, his couple of buddies Can went out to watch the ball it? game and devour food. Wow, Can you describe it a little bit better? I mean, that does look good. That, nobody else in the audience can see it. Thanks, mustard and ketchup. Nobody can see it in their audience. Can you describe that, Carm? Somehow it's a make beautifully, it savory. It's a beautifully charred pork chop. That's he was, pork chop. He was Mediterranean style, not beautiful. with the barbecue. He was offended that you you yeah, even said to him, "Hey, Joe that's Yurko. a pepper." Then not. It's a beautifully yeah. charred Mediterranean seasoned pork chop. Great crust, great char. With uh, nice looks like grilled crust. peppers. Yeah, those are grilled peppers up top. And then I see a little brisket on the side with some coleslaw. Yeah, some creamy oh, coleslaw and a basket of fries. At basket of fries, of course. Damn, that looks. good. This is a late runner and, and some wine and some vino. Five and a half furlongs. He had trouble vino. coming out of the gate. Bertutti, my so, heavens. So Brisker uh, got hurt today again. Eleven he is gets hurt every week. I know he's questionable. The seven's still running. We know that Nate Davis is out. Uh, Dan Feeney is questionable. He's off. The uh, Fields is out. Eddie Jackson is out. Roshan is out. I'm, I'm worried about Roshan. Yeah. It's a long concussion. Pro- this is, what, two weeks here yeah. with Roshan being yeah. out in concussion protocol. Clear concussion this protocol. is a serious concussion. They're all serious. But, yes, to not be able to clear. Not good. Um, the 11, 3 to 1. Darnell's questionable. Uh, Ngakwe was full. He's, uh, Terrell Smith is out with Mono. And Darnell yeah, Wright is questionable. Class. There you go. Well, at least it's better news on Darnell Wright. Yes. I don't know what the hell yes. is terrible. You know? Kind of and I know you were very anti-moving Tevin Jenkins. $22 out the window. I, I just want him to grow in a position and have consistency. Is there anything wrong with that? No. He's played a game and a half at left what? guard after they decided to move him to left guard. They decided in the offseason, our plan for you is we're moving you from right guard to left guard after a year moving him from tackle to guard. Three, he's played for the Bears for three years. He went from tackle to right guard to left guard. He's played a game and a half at left guard. He's finally healthy. Let him settle the F in at, at left guard and grow if that's his future. I just now, in a, after a game and a half, they want to move him because Cody Whitehair, who has no future on this team, can only play left guard? But what if Darnell Wright can't play? Well, I see what you're saying. I'm so. saying at the guard position. At the guard position, okay. Like, let right. him develop some roots at the position you have planned for. Stop, stop moving guys who you have a plan for mm-hmm. around. Yeah. How many guys have a real future on this team right now? <sighs> DJ Moore. Uh, Tevin Jenkins. Roshan Johnson. Not, uh, uh, you sure? Yeah, why not? 
they're ch- he's cheap. Two weeks in concussion protocol. Well, he doesn't mean, well, he's I mean, a guy doesn't right mean now. It. He's a guy though right now. Waddle. Okay, well then let's fire him. What do you I, mean? Is he I'm part not of your team? Fire like, him. What are we doing? I, I, I'm <laughs> I'm saying who do you? Tr- he's this is truly a guy that you know has talent and that you can grow with. There's DJ. And you can build with. There's Tevin. Don't F it. Don't F around with it anymore. Swearing. You you have moved him in three different years. Your whole plan in the offseason was to move him from right guard to left guard. Now, after a game and a half, you want to move him back to right guard because of Cody effing Whitehair. Can Cody really not? Stupid. Can Cody really Much not play right guard? I don't nothing. know. I don't know. He play, I, I don't know. It's he wouldn't not play Yurko. center for me. It, 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 it's much to do about me. nothing. It, it isn't. It's it, much to do about nothing. You're making a big deal out of nothing. Dude, this guy has I'm, had I'm no consistency. You know. It doesn't matter. I'm letting you know. You're making a lot out of nothing. Look, look maybe That's five years doing. five years oh. into his career, it's a different yeah. story when he gets settled. This player has had no consistency. No consistency with injuries. No consistency playing one position. You have nothing growing on that offensive line. Let him grow. Let him develop. Let him play one position and get used to something. Stop moving guys around. Why do you think it's not a big deal? It's not a big deal because you're still playing the offensive line. You've got to you've got to be able to present an offensive line that can uh, the best offensive line you can make out of a makeshift line. It's got nothing to do with consistency. It's got to do with guys that are capable of doing something more. And those guys that are capable of doing something more will be asked to do something more and will be asked to be doing something different. They have asked everybody what they're capable of. They have seen over the course of time what people are capable of. They'll make the decision they think will get them the best five guys on the line in a makeshift situation. You think your, this, your this coaching staff, you trust this coaching staff? Whatever to you're ask asking them to do, to do what they're it asking? It doesn't make a difference Get what you're saying. What you're lost. You've come up with a concept that is foreign. To the game of football. Not true. Well, yeah, no. absolutely. It's, it's called beyond player the point development. Of we ask beyond all the time. the point of being ridiculous. Like, uh, Yurko, listen to me. you come up with it, it, today. It, it, and finally you got called on the carpet. You can say whatever you want after. We, I have dismissed you summarily. You, you, That's we, it. We talk over. about player development You've all the time dismissed. in this town. All the You're time dismissed. in this town, player development. You've been dismissed. And now we want to develop a player. And all we want to do is play musical chairs with him. Your football thought today is a silly. Thought I have dismissed it summarily. Good for you. Good for you. I'd say classes. At least you're away. This is the football building. If this is the football building right now, I'd get him out of here. At least you're awake. Get him out of here. I managed to wake you up. You out of Hallis Hall right now. You'd be thrown out of Hallis Hall. Look with the rest of them. That's fine. That's par for the course. They all might get fired at the end of the year. They all might get fired on the look, end of look, the year. Look, Ryan Poles has done nothing to build the offensive line. A plan that he told us he was going to do. All they continue to do is play shuffle the deck on the line. That is not the way you build a consistent offensive line. He just returned from a he calf injury because probably because of his bad back. He drafted Braxton Jones. They inherited Tevin Jenkins. Right. You can't and control injuries. Around. You don't control injuries in the NFL. Well, you, you, you finally guys got him back, so play him at guys, the position with the plan hurt. that you guys, had. Guys get hurt. What about you got to also make plan? sure that a guy gets conditioned. 
You got to go to guy that's conditioned. What, what are you saying? You're just flapping me. your gums. I am not. Flat You're flat just flat. talking. I am. You're talking. just saying words At right least now. I'm talking. Guys got to get conditioned. You. What does you, that mean? A guy has to get back into playing condition. So play him Preston in his damn Jones. position. No. You've got to get him into shape so he doesn't Who get hurt again. Who are you talking again. about? I'm talking about Braxton Jones. Braxton Jones isn't the topic. He's not available. That's who I was talking about, Braxton Jones. Did you guys hear the one about the Taste guy whose wife is in a coma? And I'm being, <laughs> I'm being summarily yeah, dismissed. You've been kicked out of the building. What are you talking about, Braxton Jones? You've been kicked out of the building. He drank this whole bottle of sugar, though. I, he's, that's why Yurko's all fired he's up. Awake. I'm not fired up. I'm listening to somebody talk that doesn't know what the Let me ask about. you a question. Let me ask you a question. Honest to God. And I've sat here for 10 minutes listening to him. He doesn't know a thing what he's talking about. Let me ask you a question. It's beyond, it's beyond the point of being stupid. That now. ain't true. Let so I've got to stop it. Let me I have to step up and stop the stupidity. Let me ask you a question. Because that's what it is. Let me ask you a question. Period. In a perfect world, would you put everybody in one position and let him go? It's not a perfect world. If you ask him to play right guard versus left guard, are you asking him to do basically the same thing on the other side? Is that, I mean, is that a fair statement? So it's really not an enormous change from... You've got a, num- a multitude of injuries on your offensive no, I line. Got that. So what you're asking everybody is what can you do and what can't you gotcha. do? What have you done before? What are you comfortable with? If we put you here, would you be uncomfortable? So why can't you ask Cody Whitehair to play right guard? I'm sure if those, it's so easy, I why am not? sure those questions have been asked. So why can't I you move him sure there? I am sure that they have talked why to those Why are you guys? moving two guys to fill one position? I, because you're trying to come up with your best five. That's what you're trying to come up with. I mean, could it matter that much? Like, I don't know. So you are looking to fill Nate Davis's spot. Why are you moving your guy who is your future left guard over to right guard where you just moved him away from to move Cody Whitehair, who has no future on this team, at left guard because he can't snap at center? Because you're trying to plan for one game and one game only right now. I think that's his point. And you're planning on getting And I'm planning to develop my football team. That's what you believe. And I'm trying to grow a football team. Under the guise of your thoughts, you're trying to give me a reason for what you're doing. Do you really think it would Which I have dismissed. Do you really think it would sidetrack Tevin Jenkins, though, if they just moved him from left to right? I think it would be different if you went from left guard to right tackle, and maybe yeah. you're asking him to do something. If you go yeah. left guard to right guard, yeah. it so might, might not be optimal, so then, but I don't know how Then why'd they move him in the first place? Not sure. If it's, if, if it's no big deal. I think well, they because Nate have. Davis is the better player, and Nate Davis is going to play the position. They is he the better player? It. Yes, as a free agent. Yes, is Nate Davis uh, is and a really player. is he a better player? Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't know if he's I, better. I, than, I think there's difference better than Tevin Jenkins at left guard. I don't know. I just Nate right Davis, Davis looks like to be the guy that's going to play right guard look, for the look, Bears. Look, if, if, if as if, they move uh, again, my point is, if Tevin Jenkins did this for five years and was settled in there, Nate Dave, uh, uh, Tevin Jenkins has had no consistency. That's my point. Uh, yeah. This season or any season. So you're finally getting him back after a game and a half, and you're already he's finally getting settled in, and you're asking him now to move. Just because of Cody Whitehair's bad snapping. And I'm That's what, you, in essence, what you're doing. And I'm telling you, it doesn't well, matter. Yes, yes. And it doesn't matter. Okay. That's uh, what I'm I, trying to tell I, you. And I'm telling you it matters. And, and Which is why I dismissed you. Well, he dismissed you. You dismissed. And you're talking about you. Braxton yeah, Jones. But it doesn't matter if he dismisses me. He's got no weight in the argument. None. <laughs> Well, why? Because he's got he, no knowledge of it. Way more. Zero knowledge of the fact. <laughs> he's got zero actual football credibility having played well, the position. Well, I'm telling you right now, he doesn't have it. <laughs> yeah, it's 100% he, he the truth. He can have an opinion. He covered the he league for a He can have a, a thousand thoughts. 
I will not argue if he wants to talk. Tell me what he thinks. I'm I looking got no to idea. develop players. He can do whatever he wants. What I'm telling you is argument in this situation is absolute crap. And it's called on the table, and it is being called exactly what it is. Crap. And if he, sp- if he plans I, on I, thrilling I, the audience with four hours of this, good luck. We're going to break it down in the series. You've been told. You've been told. That's all that needs to be been told. Now you've been told. It is over. That's it. Now, you don't know. Now, he knows more about radio than you. He knows a ton more about radio than I do. Trust me when I say I think we should bring back Jim McMahon and do a left-handed quarterback. I'm off to you this. I'm off to you this. Sylvia's a radio professional. I am a theoretical entertainer. He might. That's what I do. Look, more Raiders than last 10 minutes after last 10 minutes i don't know about I that just either don't buy listen i don't buy it i don't buy it because it's not real <laughs> i buy the fact that he's going to play another position on the offensive line which will make him more versatile if it's going to make him anything which would make him more valuable to anybody including the chicago bears or and any i other get team that, that logic down the road so that's all i'm saying i get that logic down it, the it, road it, whether he plays left guard or right guard this week Will not alter the development and or the career. There's path a reason they've been moving him around to begin on, with. There, if there's no reason why, well, if there's no why reason, why they move Bruce Matthews around? Well, but he was. Why now, starting now? Why they move Bruce Matthews? Bruce Matthews because he could handle every position. Because he could. Do because he could, play, he could play tackle. He, he could, could play, play guard. He could play center. And they asked him to sacrifice for the betterment but, but, of the team. But didn't they move him? Now after they're a, asking him to sacrifice for the betterment of the team. But I think to we need point, right didn't guard. they move him after years of playing one position just because yes. they knew how good he was? Bruce Matthews was a first round draft choice. Well, I, I know, but they asked him. They had an all pro at one position, and they asked him. To change positions because the guy they got. But, but, but Sylvie's out. point is like if you did this to Tevin five years in the league where he really established yes. himself, like, and then you needed to fill but, one. And I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. What did he play at no, Oklahoma State? You're saying that. That's what I'm saying. What did, Tevin, what did Tevin play at Oklahoma State? Right tackle, right? Right tackle. Right, right, tackle. right tackle. What right. would they draft him to be? Right tackle. No. Left tackle. They drafted him. He played right tackle. They drafted him to be their left tackle. Punter. Pace gets fired. Poles comes in. What do they ask him to do then the next year? Go right. to guard. Right guard. Go to guard. And then what do they ask him to do the next year? Go to left guard. Left Return guards. Punts. He's played there a game and a half. I'm looking for some stability. I don't think that that's a bad thought. That's it. Well, but Yurko's doing the... You're he, saying he, it's going to ruin for his development. He's ready to go, win a one and, uh, saying, for a 1-5 team to win a football game. Every team is Congratulations. Looking, every team is I'm looking, looking to find football every players. Every team is looking to win. If you don't know Tevin Jenkins is a football player, then what have you been watching? I think he's a player. Well, I'm, I'm look, I, I'm just that's asking my point. You don't he think, is a football no, player. I don't think he's a football he's player. He's a damn good football player. So what player. do you do? You take your best players and you ask them to make sacrifices for the betterment of the team. I'm going to run behind Simple. the right side of and the line this week to do if Darnell Wright's available. It's got nothing to do with development. That's where I'm going to run. What it's got, whether he's at right guard right. or left guard, he's still we're, we're, we're not going to find an end we're on this. We're not going to find an end. Let's, let's, let's listen oh, to him. We have three and a half more hours. Let's do this. Yurko and, I, Yurko and I agreed on a point on Unhinged. A hotly, you guys did. Yeah, you guys did. You guys did. Yes, we I agreed did. on on him. You guys think I'm weird with because I like yes, real you guys, porn. I mean, I don't understand. I, I, you just don't want to admit it. By the way, we just no, had a. Tw- I would admit it. We I mean, just, we just basically there was a 20 minute yelling festival. That's what we do about playing left guard versus right guard for maybe a game or two, like. And it's going to ruin its development. Well, no, I'm just saying. Which is like, the premise Sylvie's, that I disagree with. Sylvie's got a good point that, like, uh, in a per- just not, listen, not ruining its development. In a, in a pro- that okay, 
in a perfect world, you put all these guys in one spot and let them grow in the space. But sure. this isn't a perfect world. I do agree with you. If he plays right guard, he's not going to ruin his development. Thank you. It creates a lack of stability. But this team is unstable to begin with from top to bottom. Yes. And the injuries make teams unstable. All right. And this team is injured. I do oh. think the question about Cody Whitehair is a good one. Why can't he be the flexible yeah. player? If it's so easy to as move, a veteran? why can't you just move him like to Cody right guard? Cody Whitehair can't play right guard. I don't I'd rather see Dan so Feeney right you now. Yeah. To be honest with you. Why move two guys for one spot? What they can or can't do. You ask them what they can or can't do. All right, that's it. You we'll, ask them what we'll they can't do. We'll find out on Sunday. Yeah, too. We will. And we'll fight again. I on can't Monday. play quarterback. And Russell. And Russell. You have no credibility when it comes to drinking that orange drink. I've got a lack credibility in a lot of different areas. You're going to crash from your sugar after your sugar high. Yeah, you will. So it's a Friday, guys. You have been now. You are being summarily dismissed. Thank you. Get out of here. You know what? We can present. How about this? We can present your point and his point. Tom Thayer at three, and we'll see who wins. See what Thayer thinks. See what and Thayer wrestle. Does. All right, Waddle and Sylvia are next. I know. <laughs> Thayer's going to agree with, uh, with, Yurko. with Yurko. Everybody have a good weekend. Uh, Waddle and Sylvia are next. We'll see you Monday. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Here we go, yo. Here we go. Spirited crosstalk. A lot of people seem to like it. Summarily dismissed. He is back. back. Yes, yes. Someone said, "Is Sylvie still alive, or did Yurko knock him out once they went off?" No, we were good. Listen, I think you guys. A lot of people sided with. A lot of people side with Yurk. I think you guys both make good points. Honestly, look in a perfect world, I would love to see Tevin Jenkins stay there. I'm not that bothered by it, but maybe I'm. I know you're not. Like, and, and look, I'll let it go. My whole thing is we, we, we talk a good game about player development. We always say that that's the buzz. Well, it's not about just drafting guys. It's developing guys. Yeah. And I think when you plan on developing guys, you need to stay the course. And when you haven't been consistent with a player and then you wonder why a player then doesn't turn out. Like, Where's Darnell Mooney, by the way? Have they used Darnell Mooney the right way? You know, like when we... Bitch, I see Darnell Mooney open. Well, okay. But when we bitch and complain about Justin Fields and the plan with Justin Fields and different coaching staffs and different game plans, we, we all say, well, what happened? When you find yourself a good player and they have very few who are really good players that you can build with, my big issue is less about winning this football game or finding, like, the best movement around i want tevin in that spot for now and to grow with him because that's what's going to win you more football games in the future because you eventually need to be really good across those five and you need to build up that offensive line like just sticking your finger in the hole in the dam is not going to truly it may get you short-term gain but it's it's not going to save you from long-term term pain and, and that, to me, is my goal here in a rebuild. Like, if this was a team that had 11 and 6 aspirations and Tevin Jenkins was more established, I'm all for sacrificing. Like, I've talked about this with Cubs players, too. When they would, when Joe would go, hey, one day you're batting second, the next day you're batting seventh. One day you're playing second, the next day you're bat- playing left field. 
I always thought that that hampered a lot of the young players. Um, I, I think when you're developing players' consistency, and Yurko has a lot more knowledge in line play than me, certainly. I have very little on that. He's right about that. I do have strong opinions when it comes to player development, and consistency is one of them. And I think Tevin Jenkins, mainly because of injury, hasn't had a lot of consistency and because of player uh, position change. So now when you finally came up with a plan this year, you're aborting the plan a game and a half in to his return. And I think that's a fault. That's faulty logic for short-term gain. I'm looking for a long-term solution with that, where we know now, going forward, left guard is locked down with Tevin. Right guard, locked down with Nate Davis. Do we know about left tackle? We'll find out with Braxton Jones. Darnell Wright, I think we got something. We can lock that down, hopefully. And then you go and you draft and you continue to develop. And then eventually you won't have to play musical chairs. But I don't want to consistently move him around. He's had too much moving around in his career. He needs some stability and some growth and some consistent play. And that, that's where I was coming from. And now I'll drop it. So it's now we're good. on to the it's Raiders. Good. You all right? No, I'm great. Okay. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fabulous. What are you? Friday. What's on your mind today? Uh, I want them to fix their center position. That's that's what keeps me up at night. How do you fix it? Uh, you draft somebody and you play them there, or you sign the best free agent and you play them there. How that's do you how fix you it for this game? Uh, you don't let Cody Whitehair under any under any circumstances to be your center. They, he hasn't taken a snap in practice. Then he shouldn't. So how do you fix it this game? Probably Lucas Patrick with an eye to give Kramer a chance if it doesn't go well. But I don't. Kramer was on the injury report this week, wasn't he? He's cleared. He's um, so. Yeah, he was full all week. All right. Well, maybe you give Dougie a chance. They've got some issues. I'm just glad to see Darnell Wright's available or he was full full practice today. He's still listed as questionable, though. But, yes, he was, he was full participant today, He correct? went limited DNP to full, which J.D. always taught us is a great sign. When you, like, you always get weirded out by the, the limited to DNP, but when you go from DNP to full, now, granted, they don't do as much today, and he's got a shoulder issue. Um, it's kind of weird that he went from did not practice to full participation. It's good, but it's a little strange. But they're not doing a lot of a lot well, of blocking today yeah, in a walkthrough. Well, yeah, I don't think they're doing a whole lot of anything up there these days during the middle of this, the week. I think the lack of, of contact is something that has been mandated by the Players Association. I was interested to see that. Brisker is on the uh, injury list again. Did we see? Is that who it was? He he has had a lot of different. He has not been out for a long period of time, but it seems to me almost every week he's had some sort of a flare up, yeah. either during a game or during a practice week. I think right before the Washington game as well. Was it a groin or a hamstring that he had? And he was able to get through the game. I thought it was a groin, but I look, and so the one thing about him thing. is the one thing with him is is I look he's he has bounced around and being in and out and all kinds of stuff, but if he gives it a go, yeah. like oh, he yeah. tries even when he's slowed a little bit to be out there, and he's out there more than he is not. Now, what does that mean? I don't know. Eddie Jackson's been ruled out. 
So now you're without him again this week. That sounds like an injury that may take some 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 long uh, a longer period of time for him to get back. Well, and and does it take him off the trade uh, possibility? Oh, you can't trade for him right now. So if you're another team. You so can't trade. He was one of the possibilities. Yeah. Jalen Johnson. Will he be moved? It's a week from Tuesday, I believe. Uh, what's Halloween? Is that Tuesday? A week from Tuesday? Uh, I, I don't know. Is, yeah. So what? We're looking at just about ten days, ten eleven days. And and Ryan Poles has shown you in the past, albeit a small sample size, that he's he's willing to move, whether he's selling or buying. Like I wouldn't be surprised by anything up at Hallis Hall with regard to them in the trade deadline. I'd be I I wouldn't be shocked. Like I want them to keep certain guys. If you can convince me that you could trade somebody and get some capital, some draft currency, and then resign them at the end of the year if they're free agents, fine. I'm cool with that. Uh, but I think, as you have said a ton over the course of time, this is a team that needs more good players, not fewer good players. I like Darnell Mooney. I hope that they find a way to, I'm not going to break the bank for Darnell Mooney. I'd like to see them get the ball in his hands. I'd like to see them develop him a little bit further. Uh, I'd like Jalen Johnson more than, than Carmen and Yurko. I get it. They don't, he ha- doesn't have a, a ton of interceptions, but I believe if you follow the analytics, when he's been out there, he's been very good. He's graded very well. Um, I think he's a guy that you can go forward with. I don't know how much money he's looking for, but, uh, again, this is a team that needs more good players, not fewer good players. You could, again, he could be a guy though that you could trade for, then that you could, you could trade and then double back and sign in the yeah, free. If you like, can. You don't think you're, he's going to sign right now, or no, do you think a not. team would, would trade for him and then sign him because it's a is, risk is you take. Mu- is there much renting going on in the NFL? I think the trade deadline has changed a little bit over time. I don't think that – I don't know. I don't think that they trade for you and then extend you unless there's somebody – like they really want you to be part of their program for years to come. Like Roquan's the type of player, if you're going to give up a second, you're going to sign Roquan. But like Jalen, what would Jalen Johnson go for? Fourth? Fourth or fifth? Something like that, because you're only going to get him for the next 10 games. He's going to be a free agent. So, uh, but don't again, forget, we, we saw it last year, too, with Robert Quinn, where the Eagles gave up, was it a fifth? Well, I think it was a fifth, yeah. So, but they gave up a fifth, so that was a rental. You, yes. you know, so, like, I, here in Chicago, we saw both ends of it, to your point, Waddle, yeah. where I think the trade deadline has become a little bit more like baseball than it's been in the past in the NFL. I guess the point I'm making is, is I wouldn't be shocked to see Ryan Poles add someone that he believes can be part of their future, like Chase Claypool. It didn't go well, but the theory behind behind signing Chase Claypool was understandable. I, I I think that there may be a guy or two that they would offload, but I think that they're also always scouring the rosters of other teams to see if there are people out there that they could acquire and then integrate into what they're doing. Remember, we played the bite from Joniak's interview from last week's pregame show. And don't forget, all the pregame stuff begins at 7 with first the fantasy football show with Jeff Meller. Then Black and Abdallah have the pregame show at 8. I'm on with Dion and Lance Briggs from Soldier Field, just inside Gato at 10. And then uh, the game with Joniak and Thayer at noon. Uh, and then all the post game with uh, Mr. Football, of course, because he uh, knows line play, Yurko and Peggy. Uh, and then uh, Meller along with. That would be with... Mr. and Mrs. Football. Because Peggy yeah, knows that stuff true as too. well. Uh, with uh, with uh, Meller along with Pat the Designer and Jason McKee have you on the post game as well. But um, Ryan Poles told Joniak last week again that 
there will be more. He believes there will be more sellers. So I do believe you can be a buyer and a seller. And I do believe that I don't think the Chase Claypool deal should scare you off. I think the purpose of the deal was a good one. It just was. A, it turned out to be a bad deal. But the theory I, behind it the was theory very was sound. a good one. The theory was a good one that here's a young player, still very young, that could still be a part of your future. You just have to identify and scout better. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 if there are going to be teams who are in sell mode and are looking for more draft capital, I'm not looking to trade my first. Probably not looking to trade my seconds. But if I could get a player going forward with a third. Was something that I've got. Is there a pass rusher out there that somebody wants to uh, get rid of who's a young player? Most teams aren't looking to move off of young, good pass rushers or good, young pass rushers. You're probably not going to get one who's good either for a third. Right. You know, you're, if you're going to get a young pass rusher that's signed long term, that you'd have to pay for. What about Brian Burns? He's not, yes. he's not signed. I'm interested. He's not signed yet, so and the Panthers might be at an impasse with him. Well, Panthers, I mean, like, you know. Daniil Hunter's also, didn't he sign a one-year deal with the Vikings? Like, I'd be very interested in having a conversation with the Vikings, whether or not they want to talk to me. I don't know, but, like, Daniil Hunter's a guy that I would be looking Man, into. And he wrecked your game last, he wrecked he Justin Fields. He wrecked Justin Fields. Didn't he, wasn't he the guy who hit Justin Fields the with the injury? I, don't know. I think so. Uh, three one two three three two three seven seven six. When we come back, we're uninterrupted for over a half hour, and I want to ask this question. And anything you want to react to the spirited crosstalk, or if you want to get in on this uh, Bears Raiders game, the trade deadline uh, coming up in about ten days. Here's a question that I that we polled and that we were discussing, and it's a very open ended question. First, you have to define what is successful. So the question is: Will Tyson Bagent have? a successful first start for the Bears against the Raiders. So how are you voting? Are you voting yes or no? And when you vote, you have to define in your mind what successful is. What does it look like to you? So when I ask you that question, what would a successful first game look like for Tyson Bajant, for you as a Bears fan? Does it mean that the Bears just strictly win? Does it mean that he limits the turnovers? Does it mean that he scores points? What is a successful first start look like for an undrafted Division II rookie player for the Bears? 312-332-3776. That and Tom Thayer coming up at 3 o'clock. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. It means everything. I think after the last game of my college career, I was talking to a good buddy of mine and just kind of, you know, we were kind of talking about like, hey, you know, no matter how good or bad this goes at the next level, you know, there is a there is a very big chance that, you know, Maybe you make the team, but you, you might never get to start a game ever again in your whole life. You might never get, you know, that that, that QB one role ever again, and that's just kind of, you know, how the how the apple falls from the tree sometimes. But uh, to to look where I'm at and to look how everything is kind of falling into place, uh, just nothing but you know, extreme uh, gratitude and just feeling super blessed to you know be able to be that that. Uh, 
kind of motivational role in the the younger people in my in my in my family. Kind of be that person they can look up to, and just really just motivation for everybody that you know maybe at a smaller level and all the people back home. He's a kid you root for. Tyson Bajan. It's a good underdog story. We had him on uh, in training camp as well. He had a good preseason, uh, confident enough to make the team, and was the number two a couple weeks ago, got elevated there. They haven't made a ton of great decisions, in my opinion, but having him as their two, their backup, as opposed to Nate Peterman, is one of the decisions that they made this year that I thought was a good decision on their behalf. So we uh, asked the question, will Tyson Bajan have a successful first start for the Bears versus the Raiders? We toyed with the idea, will he look competent? Um, And how should we phrase it? So we we intentionally did an open-ended question. So successful, and it depends on what success means to you. Um, And right now, it's trending towards no. 46.3% of the people say yes. He will have a successful first start. 53.7% say no. What is a successful first start in your mind? What does For it look me, like? For me, it's, I, I mean, the first thought I have is, is that you don't have to replace him with Nate Peterman at any point. <laughs> that you're not having to go get him to replace him because it's completely a train wreck. Well, that's a, yeah, that's an unsuccessful start. Correct. If you bring well, him I in. I mean, look, where are you going to set the bar, I think, is the question. And my bar is set that he goes out there, and under no circumstances do you have the urge to replace him because he's overwhelmed or he's putting you in the dumpster every time he takes the football into his hands. Yes. I don't expect that to happen. I also don't expect him to throw for 340 yards and four touchdowns and lead them to 40, tu- or 40 points. Um, so my, my, uh, look, there are so, I, I've never seen him really play other than what we saw last week. And then in the preseason when it's just vanilla defense. Right. Like I've never seen him in a, not, haven't seen any extended play in a regular season NFL game. So quite frankly, I don't know really what to expect. I don't think he'll be overwhelmed. I think all of the reps that he has had at Shepherd University in his life will serve him well. I don't think the moment will be too big for him. I don't think that he will shrivel. I don't think the lights will be too bright. My only question is, does his skill set translate at this level in, in real time? I think that, to me, is the question that needs to be answered. And he, he very well may, the answer to that may be yes. It may be no. We'll find out. For me, it's not about stats. If they're moving the ball up and down the field, if he doesn't look overwhelmed, if he's spreading the ball around and getting it out quickly, that will be successful. You know, and and, and if they're not like sitting on six points, you know, again, like. Look like you belong. Yes. Like you you don't ever say to yourself, oh boy, we're starting a division two rookie. Like I think once if you ever utter that phrase, oh, it looks like we're playing a division two quarterback because this hasn't really been done before. But I don't think ever in this path, in the short path, the small sample size that he's had, I don't think he's ever looked that way. No. So I think if, if, if he continues to just... Be a guy that moves them up and down the field, gets the ball quick. He's going to make mistakes. Justin's made mistakes, too. And if he moves them up and down, he gets DJ involved. Get DJ involved. I, I played that again, too. Waddle, I played the fi- I think he's at 53 and a half yards. Yeah. Like, feed you, the beast. I think you play that regardless of who the quarterback is. Again, like, I, I'm not, it's not that I'm setting the bar so low that it's easy to clear. I'm just telling you with really no knowledge as to how he will play 
when given a start at the NFL level, if I never feel the urge to go get him, then to me it's been a solid, successful start to his career. Yeah, yeah. UPS Roy, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Roy? Hey, fellas. Uh, I figured I'd change my name to UPS Roy. I've called in a few times, and I've heard a lot of UPS guys on the line, and I'm a UPS driver, so. I was going to call you Ups Roy. But, uh, yeah, that works, too. Um, Shout out to you uh, delivering the packages. Always. Every day. I actually just got ran up on by a dog just a few minutes ago. What do you do in that situation? (laughs) What do you do? Uh, Don't move. And use my dyad as as a weapon, my my little handheld computer as a weapon, if I need to. Do you okay. have any spray on you at any point? You have like doggy mace. I don't, but a, a lot of drivers do carry it with me yeah. or with them. But uh, I, I don't personally have any on me. Okay. I have doggy biscuits, so I have milk bones. Ooh, there you go. Oh, that's <laughs> good. And then you make friends with them. They kill them with kindness. That's right. That's you right. Come in the, you come in this studio and throw a hamburger on the floor. Both of us will go scrambling for it, and we'll completely disregard what you're talking about. Or a, or a Philly cheesesteak. I, I just consumed one. Does it go through I'm, you? I'm fretting what's going to occur in an hour from now, but it was so good. So good. <laughs> well, hey, uh, hypothetically, say uh, say Tyson Bajan does uh, pretty well this weekend, and... Uh, What's pretty well? I think he's going to be successful. I, I think he's going to be good. Um, I know he came from a D2. I know all the, the talk about that. But, you know, it, you, when you're drafted into the NFL, you, it takes a few years for you to develop. You know, he might he might not have blossomed in high school. Maybe he didn't get a D1 scholarship. Maybe he wanted to go to a D2 school. Maybe that's where he blossomed. And I, I think he's going to throw for – I think he's going to throw for at least three – uh, touchdowns. I think he's going to probably be around 250. But I think he's going to be smart with the ball. I think he's going to get it out quick. I think the Raiders are going to try to blitz like they know they can do on Justin Fields and on that offensive line. And he's going to get it out quicker than Fields does. Let me tell you something, Roy. Thanks, Roy. If he throws, and thanks for the call, if he throws for 250 yards and three touchdowns... Will you eat some of the dog biscuits? No, I won't. But this town is this town is going to flip out on. Oh, oh yeah, we're, the the phones are going to be. This town will yeah, freak. The, the, this will be. You will Kurt hear Warner. more people calling him Bajent. Uh, uh, yes. the Bajent machine is about to take off. This is uh, the Kurt Warner. Tra- keep Trent Green on the bench. Yeah. This is. Uh, I heard uh, it was very entertained because I don't. It's not often that I hear Abdallah and Black really go after each other and debate each other. They agree a lot. And they were they were having a good debate, but it was fun. And I texted them. I like I like this debate. What was, and, they been, what was and, the topic? And it was whether or not Bajan is really good. Will there be quarterback controversy? And Black was yes, of course there will be. And and Abdal was like no, there will not be. And it was it was a fun debate. Um, huh? But but quarterback controversy. Two fifty and three tutties and a win over the Raiders would would create a little bit of conversation. Yeah, yes, it would. It would. It would, yeah, create, it would create some conversation. conversation. That's for sure. It would create a hey, let's see that again. Let's see it against the now, Rams. Now, now, but Justin, you can take your time. Well, I would tell you if Justin's ready to go the following week, they'll go back to Justin. 
Uh, let's talk to Tom Thayer as you're listening to WMVP Chicago and WSHE HD2 Chicago. It's ESPN 1000, Waddle and Sylvie. We're uninterrupted here for about the next 20 plus minutes. 312-332-3776. What would you say if that happens, Tom, The uh, what the last caller just said? 250 yards, three touchdowns, and a win from Tyson Bajan. Bears. <laughs> you know, it, it would tell me a lot of things. First of all, it would give me an indication that Luke Getze's offense does work. If Tyson Bajan, if Tyson Bajan was making up for deficiencies in the pass protection, it would tell me that he's seeing things quicker than the way Justin sees them. If there's a rhythm and a tempo to the offense that the Raiders don't find a real attack zone, then it tells me that Bajan understands this offense as well as anybody. And I wasn't slighting Luke Getze. Uh, what I was saying that... No, um, I know. I know what I, you're I saying. Yeah. So, yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's just that um, I think uh, Bajan, um, uh, this, uh, what we're going to go through with Tyson